everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Spill the D. My name's Gina. I'm one of your co-hosts, joined here with my super handsome co-host, Rick. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Currently recording from an undisclosed location. Uh, it's our basement. We are still figuring out the whole video thing, so bear with us if there's any issues. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, it probably looks totally fine. But we had computer issues, so instead of both of us having this fun purple background, Rick got sent to the basement where he had a white brick wall as the background, and he looked <laughs> like one of those, like, blink once if you're in danger kind of thing. Uh-huh. I guess just I'm in danger kind of thing. So now he has, like, my tangled tapestry behind him, and he's super cute. Yeah, we got something, and it looks a lot better than the block did before. <laughs> It looks a lot better, but I'm just waiting for it to fall because we just quickly taped it up. So yeah, I'm just waiting we'll for it to come crashing down and there just to be white bricks behind you. <laughs> Show must go on. I'll just keep going. But so, I'm doing all right. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm uh, excited to talk about our Epcot foods. This was not the episode we prepared. We are still stalling on one of the history episodes because for some reason, my brain cannot wrap itself around the history of this ride. Like... I'm not confident teaching the world, teaching the Swill the D listeners the history of this ride because I cannot comprehend, like, each piece of it. It's very interesting because I feel like usually you're very enthusiastic about the idea of doing those episodes mm -hmm. and you've been pushing this one off for a few weeks now, it feels like. That shows you how much it's throwing me off. <laughs> it's really, like, and just, like, two things that, like, aren't clicking in my brain. So I'm uh -huh. trying to like do a math problem and it's just not clicking. So like I'm obviously not going to teach somebody else the math problem. Yeah. That is literally what is happening with the history of the ride. <laughs> so instead, we are finally doing our Epcot snack draft. Welcome to the official Epcot snack draft of Spill the D. Whoa, whoa. For anyone who doesn't know, we're going to get into it after we do some news. But just to give you an idea, this is not including festivals. So this is strictly like snacks that are at Epcot year round. So I'm excited to talk about this. These were hard to think of. Yeah, when you think of snacks at Epcot, a vast majority of them are from festivals. I think I managed to pick all non-festivals, but the one I'm a little unsure about. So we'll see, because I honestly don't remember. I haven't gotten it not at a festival, so I'm not sure if it's there when festivals aren't going on. <laughs> Interesting. I'll let you know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you you can't have that. Maybe I'll have already picked it before you. Probably not. Oh, Okay. <laughs> cool i'm excited to hear it then but before we do that we only have two pieces of disney news but i think that they are both very much worth sharing would you like to go first yeah so uh there's going to be a lot of people excited about this one uh the haunted mansion in disneyland is getting a makeover they're going to be changing i believe it's the queue right the queue's getting changed and there's a new shop right yeah, they're kind of, like, expanding the area of it, so it's not just the mansion. It's going to kind of expand into the the park around it. So the queue is going to be longer. The shop is going to be, like, a little bit more outside of it. It's going to be a full, like, Haunted Mansion area rather than just here's the ride. Kind of like how it is in Disney World where the the building itself almost looks off in the distance, and you have the queue that you go through, and then you have... I can't remember what the store is called right now. Favorite stores. Come on. You got this. Um, I can't remember it. Memento Mori. Memento Mori. So, so it's going to be kind of like that is what I'm understanding. 
based off the concept art, that's kind of what I'm seeing. How it's kind of more of an area and just not just the mm-hmm. ride thrown in there. So we'll see. We'll see what it comes out to look like. The store is going to be Madame Leota themed. It's exciting. That's is it, it going to be Jamie Lee Curtis, Madame Leota, or the original Madame Leota? Well, I would not <laughs> mind that. <laughs> I thought she played it pretty well. I thought she did I, pretty good. I've seen her in better roles, but she was good in that role. Speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, we haven't talked about it since we saw it. Um, what are your thoughts on the Haunted Mansion? My thoughts on the Haunted Mansion. Who? Okay. It was scary. <laughs> I thought it was very scary as somebody who is petrified of ghosts. It was scary. For somebody who likes horror movies, they're not going to find this movie scary. They're going to find it more gimmicky. There's some moments that they might be like, ooh, a little jump scare. But, like, they're not going to be scared in the theater. Somebody who doesn't like horror movies, yeah, you're going to be scared. It has its scary moments. Kids probably going to be scared unless they don't understand what's happening. Yeah, it does have its its moments. I personally didn't find it scary, but I'm also not afraid of ghosts. So that adds a huge layer of information there. But I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was better than the first one to be completely honest the first one and i think i think it helps that we have the ride now at least well we had the ride before i guess but i don't know this one just felt more like the ride if that makes they sense definitely use more of the ride i think that the first one used the ride as the base and had like a few things going uh-huh. for it they really went with the Master Gracie aspect of it and that. But this this new one, I don't want to call it the second one. This new one used more pieces of the ride. Because the ride has so many different stories throughout it. There is not one grand scheme of this ride. Yeah. There are multiple stories depending on what room you're in. And they, in the second movie, put more of those stories into it. And included some of the like gimmicky moments. Like the... I keep using the word gimmick. I know what I mean. Hopefully, the listeners do. Like the candlestick in the hallway. Like they included yeah. that. Which the ones, the hurts. things that you picture from the ride. Yeah. I think, and I, I think you made a good point about how in the first one they went with Master Gracie more so. I really, really liked the adjustment to the story in this one and how they brought in the Hatbox Ghost and the story's mostly based around him and that's all i'm going to give away for anyone who hasn't seen yet but i really liked the base around him rather than master gracie you know what's funny i thought he was the least scary ghost because he Fair. was the least realistic looking which they might okay. have done on purpose they might have done it to make it more family friendly but like, he could have been scary if they really wanted him to he could have been petrifying and because yeah. they, he wasn't real looking enough you yeah. know what I mean? Like they, I think they probably did that on purpose. I think they wanted to make it still a little bit family friendly, and if he would have been yeah. scarier, it wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I did think it was a great movie. I don't need to watch it again for a long time just because I'm afraid of it, not because I didn't enjoy the storyline. Because I really enjoyed the storyline. I enjoyed the characters. Uh-huh. Loved the ending. Like there was so much that I loved about it, but I was just scared. Like I really was. Yeah, I'm definitely watching it come halloween season for sure i didn't cry though so that was a conversation we had on here is gina going to cry she did not true okay let's let's kind of turn this back to disney news (laughs) because i'm so excited to share this one so do you know 
what the Give Kids the World Village is? Uh, I've heard of it, but I guess for those that don't know, please explain. Okay, so Give Kids the World Village is an entire resort area. The, one of the main things that it's used for is it's housing for when Make-A-Wish kids come to Disney, come to Universal, come to the Orlando area. And they have pools there. They have theaters. They have a cafeteria. They have all of these things there that are completely free to these children coming in with life-threatening illnesses. Uh-huh. And they are currently doing a fundraiser where it's $10 for a ticket. And then your name goes in a drawing to get a night in the Cinderella Castle suite. You did tell me about this. Yes, because I said I was I was spending money to. Do yeah, it. we did. We we did do it, right? I haven't put it through yet. You have until October sixteenth. Gotcha. You gotcha. can buy as many as you want. It's ten dollars a ticket. There are no limits on how many tickets that you can get. I think the limit that it like has on the screen was five thousand dollars worth, but I'm sure you can buy five thousand multiple times if you're really feeling it. I'm sure they'll accept the donation for sure. <laughs> I can't imagine them saying no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying be cheap, but just like from a from someone who loves raffles, it only takes one to win. If you only yeah. have $10 to give, it only takes one ticket. Yeah. So give Kids the World Village an amazing, amazing foundation doing this charity with Disney to – give someone a chance to be in the Cinderella castle suite and to make these kids wishes come true. So I just had to share this news because I love this. It's a good one. It is a good one. I'm a big fan. I've met many children who have stayed there and all of them loved it. So (laughs) definitely if it is a something that you were able to do, if you're interested in a chance at being a resident of the Cinderella castle suite for the night, go spend that money, go get your name in the drawing. And I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you want to be a resident of the Cinderella Castle Suite for a night. That's what I'm saying. If anyone knows what it is, it is literally a hotel room in Cinderella Castle. Like the one in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It looks out to Magic Kingdom. It's the it's the room. It is the room. It is That's every the dream. dream. That's the dream. <laughs> you're too loose with your dreams. <laughs> That's the one and only dream. <laughs> really, you only get one dream. <laughs> That's it. That's the dream. That's the one. So that is what we have for Disney news. If your dream isn't the Cinderella Castle Suite, and maybe you want to just stay at like the Polynesian, which is Gina's dream, maybe the bungalows. Ooh. We are obviously going to recommend Four Seven and Beyond Vacation Company to book your trip down to Florida. Uh, we will be there again. Big shock. In two weeks, uh, <laughs> we'll be in Universal this time. From the day this episode airs, we're only we're going to be at Universal this time. We're not going to be at Disney, but we're going to recommend that that if you decide to go down, that you book with Four Hundred Seven and Beyond Vacation Company. We are the official podcast of Four Hundred Seven and Beyond Vacation Company. They are a Disney and Universal Orlando travel agency. They book and plan family vacations to destinations such as Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando, Disney Cruise Line so many other places it doesn't cost any extra to book with them and their services are 100 percent free their vacation planners are going to help you plan your perfect family vacation so all you have to do is show up and have an awesome time if you want to if you want to book go ahead to www.407vacations.com and if you want to meet some of those vacation planners we had some come on for the tip of the week which we are going to bring back it's just been a crazy few weeks with the end of summer 
Mm-hmm. Make sure you're following us on social media because we're going to be with all of them for those few days at Universal. It's a full 407 weekend. Make yep. sure you're following 407 and beyond. Make sure you're following the vacation planners. You can follow along on all of our adventures. We're going to be with Magical Meg, who's the official YouTuber of 407 and beyond. Uh-huh. And we're going to be with her all day, every day. So, And maybe she can give us some tips on how to make videos. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we'll be able to record <laughs> from the same room after we hang out with her for a little bit. We'll be like, hey, tell us, teach us your ways. Tell us what Please to help. Do. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> it's fine. As my only fear right now is that there's a little bit of a delay because I can hear you in the basement. And I'm hoping uh-huh. that the listeners can hear it. Fingers crossed. find out how good these mics really are. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Let's get started with the official Spill the D Epcot Snack Draft. Anyone who has not been here for our snack drafts before, this is how it works. If one of us picks a snack, the other one cannot have it. We are both trying to name our top five snacks before the other person steals them. Yes. For Epcot, we did not include any kind of festival. Seasonal snacks, I think, are fine, but not festivals. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Because that's kind of what it was in the other park. Something that is there every season is fine. We're just no festivals. Okay, that changes one of my things. Not drastically, but it does change it. But that's it. I am 99% sure that the last park we did this with, you had first pick. I did. I had the first and the third for our parks that we did. So you have second and fourth. So I'm up. You are up. You have first pick. I don't know what to pick. I can't decide if I want to play offense or defense right now. Is there a way you can edit in, like, the NFL draft sound right now? Because that would be perfect. Is it copyright? Just sing it. <laughs> I don't know. Just sing it. I don't know exactly. It's like, do, 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 do. And then he, like, comes out and he's like, with the first pick in the Epcot food snack draft, Gina Reed selects. The... Oh, now here's the issue. I don't know how to say it. Rollay <laughs> lard and fromage. What is that? <laughs> that is the bacon and cheese roll from uh, France. No. <laughs> was it on your list? It was. Ha ha ha. You didn't have the official name? No, I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> so the... I just had cheese and bacon. I just had cheese and bacon bread from France. (laughs) You didn't want to try and say that word. There's a few things on my list that are written in whatever like language the they're from, and I am going to totally butcher them. Also, the way that I just said that really, really worries me for our when we go on our honeymoon and we go to France. Yes, we will be very noticeably American, as if we wouldn't already. So explain a little bit more in detail for the people that might not know what that is. Yeah. So this is located at La Hall, which is the bakery in France. The bakery is like all the way in the back of the pavilion. So if you go into the mm-hmm. pavilion and you go to the left, you'll find the bakery. If you go to the right, you'll find where Remy is in the Ratatouille yeah. section. You need to go to the left. And this is a delicious. I want to say it's kind of like a croissant, I guess. Like, would you call it a croissant? I don't know because it almost is more of like a breakfast pizza like texture. Like the the bread is almost like a crust more than a croissant. I feel like. Like it's like a it's a pastry. Yeah. 
but it's like a little denser, I think, than like a croissant. Like croissants are a little more airy. I feel like this is a little denser. And funny enough, I can't even find it on their menu to like read their description for it. Oh, here it is. Nope, that's not it. Yeah, I can't even find it on their the menu to read their description. So it's bread. Yeah. It's delicious bread. And it is like baked with bacon bits and cheese. And then you order mm -hmm. it and they heat it up fresh for you. Yeah. And you really like pull this bread apart and the cheese just oozes, but not enough that it's messy, just enough that it like gentle cheese pool. And it just yeah. Warms your heart. It's so good. <laughs> no, it is. It's really good. Everything in that bakery, I think, is delicious. I think that was the only thing from that bakery that I had on my initial list, but everything from there is delicious. Yeah, I believe it's the only thing that I have too. I won't say anything else. I'll write down the other things that I know that I like for mm -hmm. honorable mention. Okay, I'll do that as I well. I kind of want to save them in case you end up taking my other stuff. That's fair. Here we go. Okay, so this one is now saying that it's called the Pain lard fromage not the raul lard fromage i'm okay. so sorry if anyone speaks french or is french who's like <laughs> just like totally mortified by me right now just yelling just at, the, <laughs> at their phone or whatever <laughs> yeah i'm so sorry but it's it's 825 according to this and it literally is just listed as bacon and cheese roll <laughs> it's delicious so, it's so good. It is so good. If you have not had it, I absolutely recommend. It's a great breakfast. It's a great lunch. I get that and a mimosa, and I am set in the morning. <laughs> there is no better way to start an Epcot day. It's a, it's a good start. All right. What is your pick? I'm excited about this one because either you forgot about it or you were hoping that you would be able to get it by playing defense. My first pick. Of the Epcot snack draft is the loaded burnt end fries from oh, the America Pavilion. Not what I thought you were going to say. Did you hear my prediction? The martini? Yeah, I whispered it because I was like, let me just see. Yeah, no, I heard it. The loaded burnt end. Oh, baby, that's a good pick. <laughs> from the Regal Eagle in the America Pavilion. Could be debated whether it's a snack or not. I think it's considered it's considered a snack because it's just loaded fries with onion rings. That to me is not a meal. Um, I think any kind of French fry is a snack. If it's I a agree. loaded fry of any kind, that is a snack food. It might be a shareable snack food, but it's a snack food. Yeah, I agree. So basically, this is just what it sounds like. It's French fries with burnt ends, and they also put like a few onion rings on it as well, and they're just loaded fries. So they got cheese and everything on them. They are fantastic, and I'm very happy that this is my first pick because I feel like I still got a good first pick even though I went second. I would say that you did. Did you know that they have mac and cheese on them? Yeah, they're so good. I was looking at the price, and I saw the full description, and I forgot. It's like 12 bucks, right? It's not. It's twelve ninety nine, and that's why I'm like, it's a really good it's shareable not snack. Bad. It's not bad like, at all. That would be expensive if you're thinking of it as a snack for one person, but like not. Yeah. That's a two-person minimum snack. Yeah. But I think if you eat it by yourself, it is your meal. Depends who you are, but yeah. But that That's, well, no, it is a meal, and then it's a matter of how many meals you're about to eat in one sitting, but it's still a meal. I think I would consider it a snack. It's a snack. I'm going to count it. Okay. Wonderful. 
Wonderful. All right. Well, I already kind of snuck my number two in there. The ice cream martini. I did have that on there as well. <laughs> I'm not too upset about missing out on it, though. I have this feeling it was going to be on yours as like a a last ditch effort, like a hail mary. If it was still, I enjoy this, but I don't love it. But it could if be it was on my still list. there at five, I was going to pick it. Okay, so this is another one that's in the France Pavilion. So naturally, I cannot pronounce it. <laughs> it is at. <laughs> you got this, Larson de Glaches. Glaces? <laughs> I I know that's what it's called. I'm just like, no, that is the name of the ice cream. That's the name of the ice cream place. So <laughs> the, it just all blends together. So the description I gave of how to find the bakery, you go into France, you pass the fountain, you go left. Mm-hmm. Before you get to the bakery, the ice cream is there. If you hit the store, you hit the bakery, you went too far. The ice cream's on the left. Yeah. Ice cream and sherbet, sorbet, or whatever it's called. <laughs> I'm not fancy enough for all of this, clearly. It's it's an ice cream martini. I don't really know what else to say. So it is scoops of this delicious ice cream. You get to pick which ice cream you want. I don't think it's labeled as gelato, but it definitely has more of the gelato texture. It's a creamier ice cream. Yeah, it does. And I know one time we got it, I got vanilla and one of the options that they had instead of the regular what what's in a martini vodka vodka was a whipped cream vodka that you could get in it and that was really good yeah you can get the whipped cream vodka or you can get rum rum oh i got the rum that's what i got i got the whipped cream vodka yeah yeah so it is delicious i got chocolate ice cream with the whipped cream vodka so good my only recommendation for the martini i made the mistake i got excited about the ice cream so they literally take the ice cream you get a few scoops they stick it right in the martini glass and then they pour the alcohol over it i was so excited about the ice cream that i went for it and then went to sip the alcohol forgetting that it is just straight vodka poured on this ice cream so when i did it the next time i mixed it from the beginning while it was still nice and cold Mm -hmm. because the alcohol melts it really quick too. So I yeah. mixed it while it was still nice and cold. And then I drank it just right from there. And I drank it kind of like a chocolate milkshake. And it yeah. still had like a little bit of the ice cream texture and chunk to it. So it wasn't just chocolate ice cream and then a straight shot of vodka. Yeah, that's a good pro tip because we definitely messed that up the first time. Just eating the ice cream and then going for the so alcohol good. afterwards. <laughs> the ice cream was so good. Like, how could you not yeah. eat it? And then I was like, oh, this is why everyone else was mixing it. I've learned. It's even it's even tough, like, because I remember when I tried it the first time, I tried to, like, scoop a little bit of ice cream and still get some of the rum in it. And it still didn't even make a dent in how much rum there was in there. So I literally just had rum left over. <laughs> At the end of the day. It's still straight liquor. Yeah. Pour it on chocolate ice cream. Pour it on vanilla ice cream. Like they, It's not a mixed drink. They just pour it no. right on top. So yeah. first of all, it's a great deal. Mm-hmm. Like the price for it is not bad. And considering the fact that you are getting straight liquor. Yeah, it's definitely one of the better drinks, in my opinion, around the World Showcase. I agree. And it's like a drink and a snack. That's why I felt like it yeah. counted because I was like, ooh, we're not I, doing I, Yeah, I mean, I had it on mine. I think I think it counts because of the ice cream. 
It's ice cream. Because if we were doing the festivals, I would have said pickle milkshake, and that's ice cream. That would have been so far down on my list. No, yeah, um, <laughs> my uh, my expectations were high, and it did not meet them. Fair, fair. It wasn't that great. Mm. All right, you're up. <laughs> I feel like giggling already. Yeah, because the the problem is I love the festival food, so like I do get the variation of types of food that I eat while I'm in Epcot. It's just usually there's a festival, so. I get like specific things that are just happening at the festival and everything that's not normally at the festival is just like traditionally American food, basically. Tell me you're picking everything from Regal Eagle. I'm not actually the, my next pick is, and now that I found out that seasonal is okay, as long as it's <gasps> there every year. No, no, you can't pick this. You're totally about to pick I'm, the one I'm picking. Go. I'm going to pick the poutine at Thanksgiving. Oh, we're good. Okay. <laughs> the one that they have at Thanksgiving where it has the cranberry sauce and stuff on it mm-hmm. and the gravy. It's so good. So for everybody that doesn't know, there's a poutine stand. What if you're going. Poutine? So poutine is French fries, gravy, and cheese curds. Amazing. Um, and then, so if you're going into the World Showcase and you turn left to go to Canada like a normal person, there's a poutine stand before you go in. They have normal poutine, and then, like, around the holiday, they have a holiday poutine, so it has, like, turkey and cranberry sauce, and it still has the gravy and stuff on it, and it's really good. I feel like, for this answer, we should just say whatever the seasonal poutine is, because they do the seasonal one that they switch out. Yeah. Because I was literally thinking, like, do I just say the seasonal poutine? It's always good. It's always so good. Yeah. Well, I wasn't really sure where where exactly to go with it but you said that seasonal counted and then that one popped into my head and i was like we're gonna specify that one were you just gonna say the regular poutine until i said that i was just gonna say poutine yeah i totally forgot that they had the seasonal ones then you said seasonal i was like oh wait they have that one (laughs) yeah the cranberry sauce on it i don't really like cranberry sauce so i was avoiding it and then at the end i got a bite with the cranberry sauce and i was like oh i made a mistake yeah it's pretty good with the cranberry sauce and if you're not in Epcot and you still want to try poutine because it sounds awesome, because it is, they do have a poutine spot at Disney Springs too um, with m- multiple other options. So you can always try it there too. But the one in uh, in Epcot is pretty good. I It's really good. Sorry, I was looking <laughs> something up because I had this feeling my next one isn't there anymore and it's not there anymore. So now I'm panicking. Uh, Oof. <laughs> hmm. But yes, I completely agree. That's at the refreshment port right at the front of the World Showcase. And again, another one that is just not too badly priced. Like, it's really not that bad. No, it's around like 10 bucks, I think, for the poutine. It's really not bad. Poutine, definitely recommend. Yeah, big fan. Big fan, big fan. Hmm. I'm, I got to think of a different one. So I was going to go with the chrome nut, but they don't sell it anymore. Oh, fair. So, okay, let's go with, okay, this one kind of changes as well. The funnel cake in the America Pavilion. Okay. So this funnel cake is weirdly good <laughs> because the one in Hollywood Studios, I think, is kind of garbagey. It's not the best. It can be good because I think we stuck it on our list or maybe gave it honorable mention when we did Hollywood Studios because we said we have gotten a good one. Yeah, but more often than not, we've gotten bad ones. We've, yeah, we've also gotten bad ones. But this one, I have never gotten a bad funnel cake in the America Pavilion. 
During festivals, even though I know we're not counting it, but during festivals, they sometimes do the mini funnel cakes, which is like the perfect amount of funnel cake instead yeah. of the giant ones. And then they have all the toppings. They have the cookie pieces. They have the ice cream, the chocolate sauce. Like they have all of these options for it. So yeah. the funnel cake in the American Pavilion, it's this tiny little stand off by itself and it is delicious and it smells so good. Yeah, it smells really good when you walk past there. It's weird because it's like right after China, right? Japan. Japan. So you go from like the sushi smell to funnel cake. It's like a weird transition, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the hardest part for me is because USA is dead center. By the time I get there, I don't want funnel cake. I'm full or I'm like wanting something savory because it's hot and I just did all the sweet food. Like it's, funnel cake yeah. is not what I want. So times that I've gotten it have been like where I've made it a point to go get funnel cake or I had yeah. anything else throughout the world showcase. And then I got to the USA and I got the funnel cake or there was multiple people there who I knew would eat the funnel cake with me. Yeah. And I will say this, I'm not in any way justifying going to Mexico first. Cause that's obviously the wrong way to do it. But if you go to Mexico first, there's less options. So if you did want to try the funnel cake, that would be a way to go to, to get there. And what do you mean maybe less options like i think there's less good food options going mexico to usa than canada to usa like i think the food options going from canada to usa are a million times better than the other, than the opposite direction i thought you were saying less countries and i was like no 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 no, no cuz like it, like think about like you might not get food in canada i personally i would get the fish and chips at any time in great britain and then you get to you get to france you get to italy germany like all these places that have pretty good food. Whereas if you go the other way, you have like Mexico. If you're into Chinese food, then China's there. But like, there's just like not as many basic good options. I feel like going that way. Okay, maybe I'm a hot take. Maybe a... the Chinese food in China is terrible. <laughs> the quick service is okay. I've gotten like the egg rolls. I've gotten the pot stickers. Those are okay. I've done the sit down restaurant, and I was so upset. It is not good. <laughs> I don't know though. So we've said on the podcast before, we live right near Philly. We are like immediately outside the city. And I know they always say big cities have better like Chinese food options and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's what it is. Maybe what we have is not authentic and I don't like authentic. <laughs> I don't know. But Could every also time, be it. <laughs> yeah, like I like the food at the festivals. But when I actually did the sit down, I was disappointed. And when I did the Fair. quick service, I was like, eh, but the egg roll was good. <laughs> that's fair. But that's, that's really it. But no, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know if I fully agree, though, because Italy and Germany are both on that side, and they both have good food. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I always get confused what's what. One of as the far as the I order goes, on is I can name the countries in order. Yeah, I can't. So can you do it? Can I hear you try? I I don't think I can. Let's hear it. What side are we starting in? Uh, Canada, Great Britain, France, uh, Morocco, Japan, yeah. USA, uh, Italy. Germany? Yeah. Uh, see, this is where I lose it. Um, what's after Germany? It's not Norway. Mm 
for some reason I want to say like Africa or something, but that's not. You're kind of right. You go through the refreshment port. Is it Brazil? Is that what it is? There is no Brazil. I don't know. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't like, like by the time we get to the side, I'm usually zoned out and just ready for nachos. So. You also don't really like Epcot. So it doesn't really surprise me that you don't know. What's after, what's after Germany? China. Is it? Yeah. I didn't think they were that close to each other. I thought there was one in between. There's a refreshment port in between and then it's China. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And then what? You got one. You got more. Well, it's China and then Norway and Mexico, right? Yes. Okay. Nailed it. First try. First try. So, okay. Sorry. But yes, funnel cake in America. I checked the price. It is $15 at most if you're getting the full-on cookies and cream funnel cake, which obviously do that. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Best one, obviously. Yeah. But just the basic funnel cake is $10. All right. Which to me, ten dollars for a basic one feels like a lot, but fifteen for a specialty one, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather do that. Yeah, exactly. All right. What's your next one? Okay. Might be controversial on whether it's a snack or not. Oh. But I'm gonna go with the crepes from France. Which one? Am I not allowed to just pick the crepe area? No, because I picked a specific one. Well, that just seems like your problem. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Every other park, we went specific if there was multiple things. Okay. I guess I, if I had to pick one, I would say the ham and cheese was the best. Oh, you suck. That was the one I picked. <laughs> because it is. I think it's the best one. I thought that I would be a fan of the sweet ones, but I was definitely a bigger fan of the savory <laughs> for some reason it was just really good <laughs> Ugh, you suck well you told me to be specific yeah well how about you try and pronounce it or the name of the quick service where it's from uh, I don't even know La Creperie de Paris I think I know okay, that, that wasn't too bad there is more though it's uh, Crepe and, and Porter and, 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 and Porter I think I nailed it. That's the lock-up window portion of it. Gotcha. Where you get the same crazy yeah. cheaper. Yeah. It's all coming together now. <laughs> I think I nailed it. I don't know, but I don't know. That's just me. Sure. Salmon <laughs> and cheese one is, without a doubt, the best one. I really, really yes. thought the sweet ones were going to be better, and I definitely liked the savory ones better. Yeah, because the one with the salsa was my second favorite. <laughs> that was ratatouille. <laughs> was it? Yes, it's a ratatouille crepe. Oh, I thought it was like salsa or something. Unless it was a specialty one. I wasn't the one that ordered it, but when you look at the actual menu, there's only three options, and there's a brie one, a ham and cheese one, and a ratatouille one. Huh, interesting. Which would make sense. Yeah. I th- they were all really good. Any of the savory ones were, were really good. I agree. The sweet ones are good. They're just not great. The, yeah, the, the sweet ones are are great. The sweet ones, I felt like, was just like, oh, I'm eating a thin pancake. The savory one was like, oh, this is something different. That's fair. I'll back you up on that. I, I really will. <laughs> I really enjoy it. So, yeah, that's number three for me. All right. Well, this sucks. I I think my top three so far is, is, is really good. All right. 
I have to decide between two right now. Okay. I'm gonna go with the maple popcorn. Okay. Every part of me misses the buffalo popcorn. That was my first thought when we decided we were doing this was the flavored popcorn. I was like, they don't have that anymore. They don't have it anymore. So for anyone who doesn't know, Epcot used to have this popcorn stand where you can get buffalo popcorn, sour cream and chive, and cheddar. And they would mix all three of them together for you if you wanted. And you could refill it with a popcorn bucket. So if you had a popcorn bucket, it was like $2 for this beautiful Mm -hmm. snack that was so good. And it was so good mixed together. And they eventually took it and moved it from one side of the park to the other. And then they just got rid of it all together. And it was so good. But they do still have the maple popcorn in Canada. Mm. And that one is also delicious. I was torn between that and the Werther's original popcorn that you get at Caramel Gucci in Germany. Because that they like literally toss it fresh and you get like, yeah. a hot bag of popcorn. But I think that the maple popcorn is more of a cult classic and needs to be named just for the sake of us not losing all of our listeners right now by not naming <laughs> it in the episode. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm not the huge, like everybody knows this by now. I'm not big on sweets, especially when it comes to popcorn. Like the closest I'll get to sweet as far as my popcorn is concerned, is kettle corn. I love kettle corn. <laughs> but, like, the maple and stuff like that, like, that's just a little bit too much for me. Like, I if because if I'm having popcorn, I, it's because it's salty, and I want something salty, you know? Yeah, but that salty and sweet is so nice. When you get, like, a nice salty, buttery popcorn smothered in chocolate. Mm, I don't know. Just making my own popcorn now in my head. I'm not even talking about Epcot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> One spot where the maple popcorn has the advantage over the where there's original popcorn, the maple popcorn can go in a popcorn bucket. Okay. And the where there's original is its own little bag that you have to buy. It's, gotcha. So that part's not the same. And like the popcorn bucket, obviously, you can get like a refill. Yeah. It's a lot of maple popcorn. It, it is. Well, depending on your <laughs> buckets. Some of those buckets are weirdly small. Yeah. And also, I'm convinced they're making them cheaper. Like, how many inches two different popcorn buckets break on the trip? And, like, yes, yeah, their kids had them, but they weren't that rough with them. They shouldn't have broke. Yeah, not not as quickly and easily as they did. No, like, the back just popped off of Pumbaa. Yeah. And the wheel popped off of the Cinderella carriage. Like, they shouldn't have broke. So if- The Cinderella carriage one, I'll give them a pass on that. That's a bad design in the first place. It is! Like, like yes, they should have <laughs> known when they bought it that they had kids and that wheel was going to be getting popped off. Like but those, at the, same time, the, the wheels and the undercarriage of that of that thing was so thin. Like I don't even know why Disney was like, "This is a good idea for a popcorn bucket." Because they knew people would buy it. Because realistically, yes, it is a good idea for a popcorn bucket if they would have put more it's, money into it. Well, it's it's a good idea if you're a popcorn bucket collector, which I know exists, and you're planning on getting it and just putting it on a shelf. But if you're planning on actually using it, it's not functional at all. No, honestly. One tip that I have for people going to Disney, if they're if they are big popcorn eaters, if they have big families and want popcorn for an easy snack, I just think you should buy the basic bucket. It's perfectly fine. Because those fancy ones, when you get home, useless. I have a alien one, and those are probably of all of the crazy popcorn buckets they make, those are one of the best because the way that the mouth opens, you have almost a full bucket and it's still easy to reach into. But even yeah. my first one of that broke. 
Like those yeah. fancy ones, they make them cheap. The buckets that they make are good quality buckets. Yeah. That they'll refill forever. They say the length of your trip, but they refill them forever. You can bring them back every trip and no matter what bucket it is, they refill it. Yeah, exactly. So I think get the regular bucket if you're buying a popcorn bucket. Borrow one from a friend. If you have someone who just went to Disney, ask them if you could borrow their popcorn bucket and then pack it. True. The only reason Tom and Angela to buy one is because I forgot to pack ours. Yeah. That popcorn bucket has gone to multiple family vacations with my cousins, like, where I'm like, here, mm-hmm. take the bucket and go. Yeah, the popcorn is a great snack because you can refill it. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the just the classic snack, which we will do that draft. Don't worry. Yeah. But <laughs> as far as the maple popcorn goes, just get the regular bucket and refill it. I think, just to give people an idea, the popcorn bucket, the souvenir bucket is, I think it's up to, like, $13. And mm-hmm. then a refill is, like, two fifty. Yeah. But if you just bought a thing of popcorn, it's like $6. So what? Three popcorns and you got your money's worth? Yeah. Like one original purchase. Two Something refills. like that, yeah. Yeah. And it has the regular bucket. And I guess the fancy ones too. They have a lid. So if you get the popcorn, you can bring it on a ride because you put the lid on it and you're good to go. So. Yeah. As long as you don't spill it. Been there, done that. <laughs> they are very nice to you if you do. I spilled mine it was completely so funny. out on Space Mountain. It was so funny. The bucket, like, I had it at my feet, and my foot moved, and it just knocked it over, and the lid popped off, and it was popcorn everywhere, and I was trying to clean it up. I was like, I'm so sorry. And they were like, ma'am, just go. We got it. They were like, it. just get out. They were like, just get out of here. <laughs> they were like, you're making it worse? <laughs> Leave? <laughs> they were like, we're just, we're literally just going to take the car off the track for a minute and take the popcorn out. It's not that deep. <laughs> we're literally just going to hit it with a vacuum. No one's going to know. <laughs> All right. Do you have your next one? Number four. I'm excited about this one because I just found out about it this past trip with your family and it was really good even though it's super basic. It's in Connections Cafe. It's I Okay. I think I think it's at Starbucks. It's the hand-rolled cake. <gasps> oh my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Whoa, I'm so mad at myself. Yeah. Someone stole it off the stroller. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Someone stole my brother bought it and we all took a bite of it and then he was walking and doing something and he left the stroller and someone took it. Of all the stuff to steal. Like I'm pretty sure there was a, a wallet yeah. on the stroller and they took our cake. Yeah. So basically if you go to the Connections Cafe and the Starbucks that's in there, they might have it other places, I'm not sure, but I know they have it there for sure. It's basically just they take a huge, like, long piece of cake, and then they just roll it up. I've Like, they have other stuff like it, like, that I've seen before, but something about this one was just really good. It's really strange, because you look at it, and it looks like they should be crispy. Like, it almost looks like a wafer, how thin yeah. they do this cake. Like, you know, those wafers are, like, the wafer cookie dipped in chocolate, and you bite yeah. into it, kind of like a Kit Kat wafer, I guess. Yeah. But thicker because it's an entire cake and then you bite it and it's this like soft and delicious chewy cake oh it's so nice uh-huh and yeah it's I'm on really, Starbucks. i'm really glad you forgot about that one because i was excited about that one <laughs> i'm really upset i forgot about that one you can even watch them do it they have it in a big yeah. window and you can watch them rolling it if you had remembered that one would it have been above your last pick the popcorn I'm going to go with no, because okay. I've only gotten two bites of that one before someone stole it. So, <laughs> Fair. I was just curious. 
Like, I've had significantly more popcorn. Maybe if I had it more than one time. It's because it's still relatively new. I'm definitely getting it when we go back. It's going to be the first thing you get when you go into Epcot. Probably. When's the next time you're going into Epcot? You hate it there. (laughs) I don't know. The next time they open a ride. Yeah, probably. It's called a bomkuchin, and it means tree cake. It's 15 layers of delicious cake. It looks like a tree stump. It does look like a tree stump. The the description (laughs) of it is really good. I'm trying to find the price of it because Tommy bought it. So. (laughs) But it can't be that bad because he's kind of cheap. I want to say it was like seven or something. For some reason, I want to say it was like seven. Probably. And it's a pretty decent slice of cake. It's $5.99. Okay. But it's a pretty decent slice of cake. And it literally, it's rolled around this picture like a giant rolling pin and it's rolled around that so the cake is kind of curved in the box Mm -hmm. i don't know it's so good i yeah Yeah. good good call on that one i'll give you that one thanks thanks i feel like your list beat my list i think i'm winning right now mine's a lot of sweets i'm gonna win for the people who like sweets yeah okay that's fair are you ready for my last one is it my last one yeah Yeah, it is. I'm curious to see where we're going with it. Where are you going back to America? You told me not to pick everything from America. I only picked two things. I just mean back because you were there so often. I only went there once. <laughs> oh. I was in France. Wait, where did I go? I went to France. You you were in America more than me. <laughs> I went to France. I went to Canada. I went to America. And then I'm going back to America. What was my other thing? Uh, two th- I got two things in France. I did France, France, America, America, Canada. Yeah. Wow, I was real broad with this one. Okay, but I wanted the cronut. I was <laughs> talked about the popcorn in Germany. I had some other ones. Uh-huh. Just not. Mm-hmm. If this was a festival episode, would have been all over. America would have been my It would have been so it would have been so much harder to pick stuff if we did festival food. I would have been like, name your top twenty of all of the festivals. Yeah. Yeah, no, festivals definitely would have been really hard. Okay, so I'm actually gonna be going over to Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Okay. So we're headed back that way. And I'm getting a dessert there. Interesting. I'm getting the s'mores brownie. Alright. What? I just just a brownie if you ask me oh my gosh you're so wrong <laughs> you are so wrong and honestly i'm not gonna lie to you if there's a festival going on i'm not getting this brownie there's a reason it's number five on my list like I'm, I'm not yeah but we're there on the random three days of a year that there's not enough cut festival for this episode <laughs> <laughs> so i'm getting a s'mores brownie if you are in the american pavilion at regal eagle consider this for your dessert regal eagle is the quick service but when they do the um the shows like the Eat to the Beat concert series and stuff, Regal Eagle is mm-hmm. usually included for the dining package. So, gotcha. So get this brownie. It is a gooey, gooey, gooey chocolate brownie that is absolutely delicious, and it's topped with a toasted marshmallow. It is a good brownie. In the end, it's a brownie. No, because it's basically the one that we were talking about with Bruce like two weeks ago that we were like drooling over. And by we, I mean me. So here I am drooling again. <laughs> it's so good. And it's big. And it's only like, what is it? 
in a normal Disney pricing. It's five twenty nine. One of those weird random numbers. <laughs> it was like twenty nine or seventy nine. If anyone knows the science behind that, I'd love to know it. I know nothing. I would, about yeah, it. I would love to. The only thing I know about money in Disney is how much I spend. Is that it doesn't exist? <laughs> is that it's all just the what? What am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, an enigma. Sure. The machinations of my mind are an enigma. Yeah, it's it's not real. Money's not real in Disney. It doesn't matter. Fake. Which I know is not true, but it's fine. Maybe it's four ninety nine. I don't know. Either way, it's a toasted marshmallow on top of this big, gooey, delicious brownie. It's so good with a piece of it's... chocolate thrown on top. Oh. I'll give it to you if you need if you need a little sweet and nothing like crazy. Like you don't want a full ice cream martini. It's a good pick. Thank you. Wasn't on my list, but it's an okay pick. I'll still take the rolled cake before I would take that. Yeah, I would take the brownie before the cake, but the cake's also not chocolate, and I like chocolate better than. <laughs> I thought the cake was the cake was chocolate. It wasn't like a rich chocolate. No, it was chocolate though. Like it had like a chocolatey taste to it, but it wasn't like a gooey chocolate cake. Well, yeah. Which partially like comes from the fact that it was fifteen layers. So yes, I guess yeah, I guess that's my last one. All right, not a bad list. It's like I don't love my list. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I also, when it comes to food in Epcot, that's not a festival. I don't love a lot of it. Yeah, there's there's very limited selection of good things. I feel like. Mm-hmm. So let's hear your number five. Tell me that you want the uh, Epcot nachos already. You don't. Okay. I need you to just not act like you know me for a second. First of all, you don't. <laughs> second of all, you don't know me. What's that um, from? I don't know. But yeah, my last pick is the nachos from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> they had to be on the list. I was pushing them off because I knew you were going to pick them. So I figured I could still get them at five. Um, but yeah, I just I love a good a good bit of nachos and the ones in Mexico are so good. They have just every kind of topping you need. The, for some reason the jalapenos just hit different in the Mexico pavilion. I don't know why. But the they queso. do. The what? The queso. They have a really good queso. They do. I don't know why, but their jalapenos, I just love them. I mean, there's certain places around here that I love their jalapenos, but I don't like them other places, so I get that. Yeah. Maybe they're pickled. I like pickled jalapenos better than regular jalapenos. Uh, they're pretty hot, though. I don't know. I don't know if they are pickled. Usually, when jalapenos are pickled, they're a little less hot. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, that's my number five: fries and chips. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, your list I think beat mine. I had some good stuff. You did. You had a lot more. Savor. I think start- I definitely had more sweet. I think starting off with the burnt ends loaded fries was a really solid start. It was definitely a strong start. It definitely was. Uh, Pretty easy to build know. off. My of. ice cream martini might make my list better than yours. And the ham and cheese. They get the-, and the bacon and cheese roll. I was going to say, I had the ham and cheese. Thank you very much. No, I had bacon and cheese. My list started pretty strong. I don't know. I think it depends who you ask. Like you said, I think if you're asking a savory uh, savory fan, I think mine definitely wins. I think if you're asking a sweet fan, yours is going to win. That's usually how our lists go. Yeah. All right, honorable mentions. Do you have any? Anything that didn't get named? 
Uh, yeah, the apple fritter from the France bakery. Ooh, that was it was good. it was really good. That and then I I always enjoy pot stickers. I couldn't make my top five because it's just pot stickers, but I love pot stickers. So <laughs> yeah, China pot stickers are good. They usually are at the festival too, which is nice because you can get a grab and go yeah. rather than having to wait in the quick service line. So that's always nice too. Yeah, it's definitely not like a like a top five, not even top ten, but it's one of those things where it's like I just like pot stickers. So if I feel like I need something, it's a good thing to go grab. So mine, I have the chocolate mousse from the France Bakery. People love it. Okay, I think it's good. So it was on there as like a, a just in case. As well uh-huh. as the macaroons from there. Just tried them for the first time this trip, and they were good. And the ham and cheese sandwich, also from there. The France Bakery, I mean, come on. I was going to say, if there's any takeaway from this episode, is go to France. It's because... Go to France and eat. Go to the France Bakery. Go to the France booth if there's a festival. Go to France. Go get crepes. And then I have two things I need to talk about that I personally don't like, but people love. So I feel like they need to be mentioned. One, okay. let's start with the one that I don't like. I will fight that it's not good. The barbarian pretzel from Germany. Not good. Which I actually, when we last minute decided to make this the episode, I put on Instagram, like, what's the best snack? And someone did say that. And I don't like it. I've had it a few times. I've actually had it three times now. I just don't find it to be a good pretzel. I think yeah. it is cool, but like, come on, quality over quantity, guys. Let's go. <laughs> it's not great. It's a dry pretzel. I feel like I have to repeat that we are from the Philly area and Philly pretzels are like famous. Yeah. So are Germany pretzels. So like, I'd like to, I'm just going to have to take a trip to real Germany and find out how their pretzels are because I've got Germany pretzels do not do it for me. They always look yeah. so good, and I don't like them. I agree. I wish I liked them because sometimes you just want the carbs, but they're, they're dry. Every time I've had it, it's dry. Are, yeah. If you always had a different experience, please tell me. But I'm telling you, three different times I have had this pretzel, every time it's been dry. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan. I was just talking to someone the other day, and the one time that I had it, they actually just handed it to me for free. We were watching the fireworks, and they were closing the stand, and they were like, here, take a pretzel. And like, we're, they, they had to get rid of them. <laughs> And yeah. that was the most I ever enjoyed it because I didn't have to pay for it. But I still was like, I just wanted to like dip it in mustard or cheese or something because it was like drying out my mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, this was also sent in by listeners and I understand why people love it. I just don't like it because it is coconut and I don't eat coconut. In the Norway Pavilion, they have something called school bread. It's a pastry, and it's topped with coconut. It's described as a sweet roll filled with vanilla custard and topped with toasted coconut flake. And I get the hype. I do. I just don't like coconut. But I think that if you like coconut and you're listening to this episode trying to decide what you want to eat, keep that one in mind. Yeah, those are two Those are two that I definitely hear about frequently, but again, just not our favorites. No. Don't like the pretzel. Don't like the school bread, but the school bread literally just because the coconut. Yeah. That one, and then another one that didn't make my list only because I stuck the ice cream martini on there is the ice cream sandwich that they make with the brioche bread. I don't remember that one. It's in the same bakery. I don't think you were there when I've had it. I had it while I was living down there. Gotcha. When I had it, it was good and I had enough ice cream on it, but I know we told my aunt to get it and she got it and it didn't have a nice ice cream on it and she said she was just eating like wet bread. So gotcha. 
heard mixed reviews on the quality of it, but when I had it, it was great. It's like a nice squishy brioche roll that they squished down with the ice cream in the middle of it. So good. Gotcha. Literal ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Not those crappy ones. Not those crappy ones. No, you're wrong. What? No. <laughs> there is no such thing as a crappy ice cream sandwich. <laughs> you just said there was. I know. I was just kind of agreeing. And then I was like, wait, no, you're so wrong. <laughs> but that's it. That's all we have. I keep forgetting we're on video and I keep sticking my arms all weird like this. I know. I don't really know what to do with my arms. They're just like at my side the whole time. Since going to video, I have realized how much I talk with my hands. Fair. I knew it anyway. Like, I knew that I talked with my hands, but I'm, like, really seeing it now. I'm, like, Uh even right now, I'm, like, very, very hyper aware. I feel like my nails have to be painted every episode because my hands are (laughs) flying around. That's why before we started, I was, like, oh, my ring's not on. Because I was, like, oh, people can literally see if I'm not wearing my ring. But that's all we got. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're going to Epcot and you're trying to hear some snacks, I hope we helped you out. If you have questions about where things are, questions about prices, um, anything that we kind of remembered the price of off the top of our domes, we uh, said yeah. to you. Some of them we found mixed prices online of what they were, so we didn't say them. So if you have questions, message us. We can try and help you out. Send us an email, spillitypod at gmail.com. You could contact us on social media. We are at Podcast. If you didn't watch this episode on the YouTube, like how we talked about in the beginning, and you want to watch it on YouTube, or you want to watch the next one on YouTube, we are on YouTube now. We're part of the um, 407 and Beyond YouTube channel, so go ahead on there to check that out. You just sounded so old. Why? You said if you if you aren't watching this on the YouTube. Did I say the YouTube? <laughs> are you He's not like... on the YouTube? <laughs> whatever go watch us on the youtube watch us on the youtube (laughs) it's fine i am old i can accept it (laughs) these kids and their social media they're that clock app i don't know and their tweeter verse their tweeter verse just out there (laughs) tweeting away But that's it. That's all we got. So thank you guys so much for listening or watching us on the YouTube. And until next week, we will. See you at the castle.